0: The St. Louis Cardinals have made a trade with the Seattle Mariners for a pitcher and have claimed another player. The Cubs have a new manager, plus some Cardinals prospects shining in the Arizona Fall League, especially in the All Star game. We'll talk about all of this on today's episode of Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there Cardinals fans, I'm J.D. Haffern and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Louvre, and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter, X at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast at hello underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube if you like the visual aspect of this show. That's great. You can like, subscribe, comment, that way you're interacting with us. Hit the notification button so you know when the new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode being brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. Bucks. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash On to get started. So speaking of starting things, the MLB offseason starting to heat up a little bit. You know, we got the GM meetings in Scottsdale, Arizona this week. Uh, Reminder, do not confuse those with what the winter meetings are. They are a little bit different. The annual uh, general managers meetings are a time where the league top baseball executives. They all get together. And it's not so much about deals and trades and stuff where that's a little bit more winter meetings. This is more about. Discussing what's going on with the game in general. You know, some stuff they'll talk about are like the the rule changes that they implemented this past season, how those worked out. Did they like everything? Did they want to adjust anything? Um, postseason format. You know, we heard a lot of bickering about early on in the playoffs, you know, the teams with the higher seeds losing early, and that was an issue where I say. You're supposed to win the games, go out and win the games and you don't have to worry about any of this. But um, I'm sure they will discuss the postseason format and other things uh, going on with that. But uh, with the World Series ending so quickly this year, it means the five day window during the uh, where the like the free agents can speak with just their particular teams, um, you know, allowed to discuss what we call the financial parameters uh, with their former clubs. That actually ends tonight. And uh, at the time of this recording, it's going to end here in just a couple of minutes from now, which will officially open up the free agent market to all 30 clubs. Now, we're going to talk more about these meetings and some of the news that we've already received on some players and such here in just a little bit. But first, uh, I did want to bring up the trade uh, that went down today. Some trade news involving the Cardinals on this Monday. Uh, no, unfortunately, not a deal for any of the big names. It's not Dylan Cease or Shane Bieber. Tyler Glass now, or Logan Gilbert or any of the other names that we've been discussing for the last few months. It was a deal with the Seattle Mariners, which is great because you kind of want to have a, a good relationship with them. Kind of nice to see that because um, they've got some starting pitching that the Cardinals are obviously interested in. But it is a deal for a relief pitcher, a minor league relief pitcher at that. And his name is Riley O'Brien. And the trade is just Riley O'Brien for cash considerations. Uh, a term we've gotten to know very, very well as we rehash the Adolis-Garcia trade from many years ago with the Rangers. Uh, O'Brien isn't going to move the needle by any means uh, at first glance, but he does have something that the Cardinals really, really want, and that would be swing and miss capabilities. That's what he's good at. Uh, Derek Gould at stltoday.com broke the news this morning, and here's what he said about the newest member of the Cardinals organization. He says O'Brien is 28 years old, struck out 86 batters in 55 innings on his way to being a Pacific Coast League All-Star for a Class A Tacoma. He had a strikeout rate of 14.07, which, by the way, in case you don't know, that's huge. That's a huge number. Um, 14.07 per nine innings, strikeout percentage top 35% leading the PSL for any pitchers with more than 50 innings. Six-foot-four, 180-pound right-hander has a power sinker that averaged 94.8 miles per hour this past season and can reach up to 98 miles per hour. He was set to become a minor league free agent on Monday night if he wasn't added to the 40-man roster by Seattle. So uh, the trade does allow the Cardinals to... Jump in line, as Derek Gould calls it. Uh, they can avoid having to outbid other teams on the open market and maintain the right-hander's rights if they add him to the 40-man roster before the deadline. A trade like this usually involves cash or a transfer of contract. So, all of those words from Derek Gould STLToday.com. Uh, he was two and five at Class Triple A Tacoma this past year. He walked 31 batters and allowed 36 hits. He also had 15 saves, though, for the Mariners' top affiliate. He is also he's uh, a legacy. Cardinal Uh, He's the grandson of former big leaguer Johnny O'Brien, an infielder and sometimes pitcher who did both for the Cardinals back in 1958. Uh, Tampa Bay selected Riley in the eighth round of the 2017 draft. He was traded to the Cincinnati Reds after that and later picked off waivers by his hometown Seattle Mariners. Riley O'Brien has appeared twice in the majors, once with the Reds and another time with the Mariners. Now, the Cardinals bullpen needs... They, they, they've got a bunch of them, right? Because their bullpen was a mess and they got rid of a lot of guys, you know? Uh, their starting rotation, obviously, is going to be the the one that gets all the headlines right now. But the bullpen is got a lot of holes right now. You know, you traded away Chris Stratton and Jordan Hicks, Enesis Cabrera, uh, Drew Verhagen is no longer here. Um, you've gotten rid of some of the, because there was a lot of guys at the end of the year that you were just filling holes with. So, you know, Casey, Lawrence stuff like that. They're gone. They're all out of here. So you got holes to fill and why not take a shot on a guy who had some great success at AAA this last year and see what he can do in camp and in your bullpen if he makes the team. Now you can't fill all the Cardinals needs on this roster with top of the market guys. Like you can't just go out and buy all of the top relievers. That's it's just not feasible. It's not going to happen. We can, You can't go get a Josh Hader and whoever the hell else is going to make all that money. Somebody will grab them, but it isn't probably going to be the Cardinals. Uh, The team's probably going to put all that money towards the starting rotation, I would think, and then likely filter it down from there for whatever needs they have. Uh, I hope that some of these young arms that are are coming up through the organization will be able to help fulfill some of those bullpen needs. Uh, Andre Granillo was a a name that I brought up with Daniel Guerrero from SCLtoday.com in our episode. Um, He's currently in the AFL, Arizona Fall League, had two scoreless innings on Friday. His Fall League ERA is now down to two over nine innings. He's got 12 strikeouts and seven appearances. Uh, We're going to talk more about the AFL a little bit later in the show. Um, Could guys like Matthew Libertor or Zach Thompson again, Gordon Graceffo, be headed to the bullpen if the Cardinals fill out, and I say if the Cardinals fill out that starting rotation with guys through free agency, or will some of those guys be used in trades to go get some of the starters or the bullpen help that they need? All of this is on the table right now. There's nothing off limits here. Uh, Kevin Wheeler, I saw him tweeting about this. He's from KMOX, uh, had this to say about the concerns uh, with O'Brien. Says he walks a lot of batters, five walks per nine and 23, and he's curious how a guy with the numbers that he had last year, 2.29 ERA, PCA, uh, PCL All-Star, at AAA, uh, how that stuff would seem to play at that level at AAA, but not get many looks in the major leagues. Like what's been holding him back? Just, just curious. But with that, he also said that this is a no-risk move, which is what it is for a guy who might help at some point. This is not a big move. He says it is not being portrayed as a big move. It will not prevent any bigger moves from happening. The Cardinals basically have bought a lottery ticket, and I fully agree with Kevin Wheeler there. Uh, The more arms to choose from, the better at at this point, right? You just want to see. We got a a phrase that we use around Locked On called uh, more bites at the apple, and the more arms you got, the better. You can narrow things down and have the best ones possible, where if you don't have any, you're just kind of screwed and left uh, with whatever's left over, so you don't want that to be the case. Uh, You know, How many times have we seen guys? that slip through the cracks and become very good bullpen arms that used to be starters. You know, that that, that happens more often than you think. Uh, the Cardinals also claimed utility player Jared Young from the Chicago Cubs. He's 28 years old, batted 186 with two home runs and eight RBIs this season and 16 games with the Cubs. But down to A, he was a monster. Hit 310 21 bombs, 72 ribbies had an OPS of 995. did all of that in 90 games. So he's going to be on the 40-man roster now, and uh, according to all these moves and stuff that have gone on with guys coming off the injured list and whatnot, that the Cardinals 40-man roster is now full. They are at 40. Um, So that's what the Cardinals had go as far as news-wise today. Now, the big news, they dropped today, didn't have so much to do exactly with the Cardinals in particular, but with the division. The Cubs got themselves a new manager today, a familiar name and a familiar face who's been in this division already for a very long time, and we're going to talk about that next on Locked on Cardinals. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's really no better time to get in on the action Download the app. It's very easy to use. You will figure it out. I promise you. If you uh, have anxiety uh, about betting apps, you should when it comes to the FanDuel app. It, it's very nice. And they explain things very, very well. A uh, wide r- range of betting options that you can choose from. Obviously, spreads. The player props are always great. Betting on who's going to score touchdowns, who's who's not going to do certain things. You've got the over-unders and a whole lot more. My Packers actually Won a game this week and uh, was honestly one of the ugliest games I have seen all season by any football team. But uh, both the Packers and the Rams, they just did not seem like they wanted to win that game. They they were trying to see who could lose it. Uh, but Green Bay ends up getting the win. So I guess I guess I'm happy about that. Um I was very happy about the Eagles beating Dallas. Uh, I actually had a, a bet on that game. Uh, the line was, I believe, three and a half. It might have been three at the end there. But uh, it got sweaty there at the end because you had the uh, last play of the game come down to the goal line there. But uh, I got the win. So uh was happy about that tonight. Chargers at the Jets. Jets D, amazing. Brees Hall, running back, amazing. Chargers keep losing wide receivers to injuries. They still got Herbert and uh, Austin Eckler, though. Chargers at this moment favored by three and a half. I kind of like the Jets. I kind of like the Jets in that one. They just kind of seem to rise to the occasion, specifically the defense. And I like Brees Hall a lot. So if you're betting on that one, I'm leaning towards the Jets. So do what you got to do though. It's up to you. You make your decisions. Visit Fandle.com slash lockdown kick off the NFL season with Fandle, the official partner of the NFL. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. You can leave comments on YouTube as well as on Twitter X anytime you want. Your feedback always welcome and encouraged. Uh, GM meetings getting going in Arizona this week. We are going to be getting a, a steady amount of baseball news. You know, it's um, <clears throat> it may not be the huge signings just yet, but we're going to get things about, about the league and about the teams. Um, again, don't get confused with the winter meetings, which is where a lot of transactions take place, but uh, usually has a decent amount of, uh, big news at the winter meetings, but, uh, you know, the signings, the trades and whatnot. But we might see a little bit uh, of free agent action this week. We'll see uh, as the offseason has kicked off. Like while we're recording this right now, they it has begun, 5 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, Mark Feinsand at MLB.com, uh, as far as what the GM meetings are about, says this. Don't mistake this to mean the free agents will actually begin signing with new clubs this week, but virtually every agent will be in Scottsdale opening dialogue with clubs around the league to gauge which ones may have interest in their players. Now we've already seen some names pop up about player and team options getting exercise some of them not uh some of the bigger names here the cubs are are keeping kyle Hendricks, which i thought they would the rangers are keeping andrew heaney which i was hoping they wouldn't because that could have been somebody the cardinals could have brought in as a a nice third pitcher uh jose leclerc is going to stay with the rangers as well the twins are keeping max kepler and jorge polanco uh some teams said no thank you (laughs) to the team options like the white Sox, who shocked me by saying goodbye to tim anderson they decided not to pick up that option, uh, and Liam Hendricks and a guy I might take a look at coming back from cancer and everything, but um, wasn't bad this year. Bullpen arms, he's a veteran, he wouldn't need four or five years or anything like that. You, you could get him probably on a one or two year deal, so something to think about. The Dodgers said no to former Cardinal Lance Lynn. The Reds declined their option on a uh, longtime Red Joey Votto. The Padres declined options on two players, uh, Mick Martinez and Michael Waka, both pitchers. Player option-wise, these particular players chose free agency instead of their options. Uh, Cubs outfielder Cody Bellinger and pitcher Marcus Stroman both said, nope. It doesn't mean they won't re-sign with the Cubs, but uh, what the option was for, they said, no, we're good. Uh, The White Sox, Mike Clevenger, I named just a couple of years ago that people would have wanted on this team. Where is he now with uh, his health and stuff? That's another question. Uh, Seth Lugo from the Padres, a guy that we started to talk about a lot more here at Locked On Cardinals. Uh, Astros pitcher Hector Neris. Uh, the Tigers, Eduardo Rodriguez. Marlins outfielder Jorge Soler. That's an interesting name. A lot of power. A lot of offensive uh, production the the last couple of years. Um, the Red Sox, D.H. Justin Turner. He's a, he's a free agent again. Yeah. Um, as far as who the Cardinals might have interest in out of those names, there are a few of them. Obviously, Michael Waka's is one. Stroman would be one. Any of these pitchers, Eduardo Rodriguez, Seth Lugo, these are guys we've talked about before. I actually put up a poll on the Locked on Cardinals Twitter account today asking you, uh, who would you rather have? And I just put like four names up there. I had Waka, I had uh, Gialito, Lugo, and Kentamaida. Maeda. Uh, all four of those guys, if the Cardinals decided to sign, one of them is their third option before the you know two other people they might get i would be okay with I, I i wouldn't get too upset about it uh jay alito makes me nervous but i understand why people are interested in re-signing him uh things will fluctuate over the next 24 hours since i put this up so we can revisit this tomorrow but um There are a decent amount of interesting non-ace names that the team will certainly be looking at to to fill out this rotation. Uh, So far, Waka in the lead of the votes. People want him back, 38% of the vote. In fact, want Waka back. Uh, Giolito was second, then Maeda, and then Lugo. Not a lot of love for Seth Lugo. I'm a little bit surprised by that. A little bit surprised. Uh, The big news today, though, the Cubs dropped this bombshell on Major League Baseball today. They're going to hire Craig Council as their new manager. Uh, just when we thought he was going to leave the Brewers and maybe the division, which would have been nice because he's very, very good manager. He slides down to Chicago instead and is going to try to torment our Cardinals once again for a number of years to come. Um, he's been a really good manager in Milwaukee. I've always uh, enjoyed what Craig Council has done. I hated him as a Diamondback against the Cardinals too because he always seemed to kill him, especially in the playoffs that one year. Um, but it's a big deal for the Cubs. Five years, $40 million. Five years, $40 million, becomes the highest paid manager in baseball. Uh, Jeff Passon tweeted, Craig Council's $8 million a year deal with the Cubs is an industry-shaking industry, industry shaking deal. In recent years, multiple coaches have pointed out that it's more lucrative financially to take a job with a college program than a Major League Baseball team. And Council's deal could help change that in Major League Baseball. Uh, my buddy sent me a tweet today that I did Kind of chuckled that. He said the Cubs will be paying more for their manager this year than the Cincinnati Reds will be paying combined Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, Noel Vey Marte, T.J. Friedel, Christian Encarnacion Strand, Nick Lodolo, Graham Ashcraft, Andrew Abbott, Brandon Williamson, and Alexis Diaz. Craig Council is going to get more money than all of those guys combined that are going to be on the Reds roster this year. It's a lot of money to pay a manager. Uh, The Mets also hired Carlos Mendoza as their new manager. He's 43 years old, served as the New York Yankees bench coach for the last four seasons and has been a coach in the organization for the last 15 years. Apparently, the Mets did go after counsel as well, according to reports. The Cleveland Guardians have hired Steven Vogt as their new manager. He's 39 years old. The guy just got done playing in 2022. Longtime catcher. I remember him mostly with the uh, Oakland A's. He spent the 2023 season as the bullpen and quality control coach with the Seattle Mariners. So uh, a lot of moves going on, having to deal with the uh, the managers and the coaching side of things. Uh, we haven't heard a lot as far as players go uh, just yet, other than you know, the trade that the Cardinals made today for uh, the minor leaguer and they claim the guy from the Cubs. But up next, I want to get back to the Arizona Fall League guys. You know, they had their all-star game or the fall star game as they call it and the uh, cardinals were well represented and um also cardinals got shut out of the gold glove awards how about that been a long time since that happened we'll talk about it all next on locked on cardinals gold glove awards were handed out and the cardinals got none None. For the first time since 2017, Tommy Edmond was the lone Cardinal nominated this year. He was in that utility category, ended up losing out to the Padres, Hassan Kim, Uh, former Cardinal Adolis Garcia. He wins a gold glove. I don't remember people talking about his defense all that much, but um, that star continues to shine bright this year, man. He is through the roof as far as popularity right now. Uh, Speaking of shining, how about the Cardinals? Representatives in the Arizona Fall League. They were in the Fall Star game. Uh, our guy Daniel Guerrero from STLtoday.com gave us an update about what went on there uh, as the National League Fall Star team starting center fielder and leadoff hitter Victor Scott II went one for one with a double, two walks, and three stolen bases. Minor League Baseball's co leader in stolen bases this past season with 94 entered Sunday's exhibition with 16 stolen bases. A 272 average, two doubles in 22 games during the fall league. The stolen base total places him one bag off the AFL lead, which is held by Yankee prospect and Washington University St. Louis product Caleb Durbin. Uh, Cardinals prospect Koa Roby completed a scoreless inning of work and notched two strikeouts on nine pitches as the NL team's starting pitcher. In relief, former first-round pick Cooper Jerpy struck out one batter in two-thirds of an inning of work. The Cardinals' left-handed pitching prospect needed just eight pitches to retire the two batters that he faced. And you love to hear about these guys doing well, obviously. You know, you want the Cardinals to be as good as they possibly can do. I know the Cardinals have gotten a bad rap recently about how they develop players or should I say lack of being able to develop players, more specifically pitchers. Uh, does it mean that these guys are ready to play for the Cardinals and contribute next season? No, that is not what this means, but it does mean that they're getting closer to being somebody that will do that. Uh, what Victor Scott is doing, I find very much impressive. Uh, I mean, he was just in college a couple years ago and he is soaring through the Cardinals organization right now, uh, launched him way all the way up into the top five of the prospects, according to MLB pipeline. And if the Cardinals do end up Dealing away some of their outfield depth, guys like Tyler O'Neill or Dylan Carlson, Alec Burleson, Juan Yepes, uh, Moises Gomez, then perhaps that's a sign of how good they feel about his game and how close he is to getting to the big leagues. If they they feel comfortable dealing away these guys, some of them, yeah, you know, like O'Neill, he, he, I think he's worn out on the fan base right now. As much talent as he has, I mean, I still got my Tyler O'Neill towel over here i still respect the guy I just wish he could stay healthy i just really wish he could stay healthy man he's got um got a lot of talent but uh, unfortunately that's been the problem His injuries keep dragging him down each and every year so um maybe it's just time for um uh, new scenery a change of scenery for a couple of these guys carlson i don't want to trade carlson but if you need to to get the pitching you need to become good again then do it alec burleson Hit into some tough luck a lot of times last year, but we know that the team loves him, and that he hits the ball really, really hard, and (laughs) apparently the thumb injury is doing much better. So I I just, if you deal away from some of these guys, you know, Victor Scott's going to be that much closer to being somebody who's going to need to have a role on this team, maybe not next year, but probably the year after that, and if they don't sign any out the others through free agency. That's uh, another sign that they're like, dude, we like Victor Scott, and uh, we're ready to roll with him. Uh, again, I don't want to blow things out of proportion when it comes to what goes on in the AFL. You know, last year we had Connor Thomas, left-hander. He was the AFL pitcher of the year, and he didn't even sniff the majors this year. Didn't even have a great season either, to be honest. Triple uh, A Memphis, 5-4 and four, ERA over 5, 5.53 in 21 games, 17 of those starts. So you got to pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> when it comes to what's going on in the Arizona Fall League, but it certainly is nice to uh, see these guys doing well and staying healthy. That's very important. Obviously, another goal specifically for Cooper Jerpey, Uh the Cardinals' first-round draft pick back in 2022. He had uh, injuries this year, got shut down from May until September when he had the uh, arthroscopic, arthroscopic surgery on his elbow while pitching with uh, the Class A Peoria Chiefs. Uh, the injury limited him to just 41 innings. In the regular season after he didn't pitch for the organization at all in 2022 following a heavy workload in his college season at oregon state uh so far this fall eight and a third innings 15 strikeouts six walks but that's okay we can work on that but according to rob rains at stlsportspage.com this is not going to be a role change for jerpy that's why i didn't bring him up when i was talking about some of these young pitchers who might be able to fill out some of those bullpen roles for the Cardinals this year uh, because apparently the plan is not for him to switch to the bullpen. Okay. At at least right now, the the plan is to him for him to come to spring training after his time in the AFL, do his thing there, get a chance to pitch more in the Arizona fall league, and then uh, come back into spring training in his familiar role of being a starter. Apparently that's what they're going to do. Now, as for the other players in the AFL that are affiliated with the Cardinals, Reigns did a little update on them, so I can uh, give you the scoop here. Edwin Nunez, the important number for him, he says, is a hard-throwing right-handed reliever who spent most of the regular season at Peoria is that he has issued only two walks in eight and two-thirds innings. Trying to cut down on his walk total has been the focus for him since he broke into the Cardinals system in 2021, with Palm Beach at average more than a walk per inning. This fall, Nunez has also recorded two saves. Uh... Patty the right-handed pitcher, has appeared in five games, covered 13 and two-thirds innings, 13 strikeouts, has also missed a good portion of the regular season because of injury this year. Andre Granillo, who uh, we talked about earlier, another reliever who reached AAA Memphis in the regular season, 13 strikeouts and nine innings this fall, has allowed only two runs. He's a guy I really keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him when it comes to uh, perhaps being an arm in the bullpen this year. Jeremy Revis, the regular shortstop for most of the fall for Scottsdale, is hitting 236 in 20 games, but still trying to learn how to reduce his strikeout total. Struck out 21 times, 72 at-bats. He was the youngest player in the Cardinal Spring training camp last year and figures to be back again next spring as a non-roster player. He spent the regular season as well in Peoria. And then he's got Jimmy Crooks, the catcher at Peoria for the regular season, got in some games behind the plate this fall while also seeing time as the designated hitter at first base. Uh, He struggled offensively, hit 179 over 39 at bats in 13 games. So there you go. Regular season in Arizona will end on Thursday, but the Scorpions, which is the team they all play for uh, one of four teams still battling for a spot in next weekend's playoffs. So, um, just good to hear. And there's an update. There's an update on some of the guys. You know, when you go to the AFL, they're usually guys that the team feels are some of the most talented in their organization. And a couple of these guys obviously had injury issues during the regular season. And that's why they're there. Uh, they're, they're still prospects, but they need to get their working. And uh, that's the whole point of it. So there you go. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen every day. Obviously, we're going to keep you updated on any of the free agency news that is going around the league. Uh, So make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio, anything Cardinals related, any big news whatsoever. You know, we're going to be posting it out there because Major League Baseball, like, things are going to start moving around here and uh, we're going to keep you up to date. So make sure uh, you're giving us a follow, like, and subscribe on YouTube as well. Please help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason. I will see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.